to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard. Now, I want to thank you for coming to the Luxury Lounge. I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. That's right. This is coming out on Thanksgiving. It is a solo episode. If you looked at the title, you knew. Turn the lights down. Get comfy cozy. It's a cold November night, and you can sip on a hot cup of J train. I was thinking. I was like, should I make this an alone episode? And I was looking for guests, and I was like, you know what? I kind of like the thought of a Thanksgiving, you know, you and me, kid. And if you like these or don't like these constructively, let me know. I, I love hearing from you guys. And I and it, uh, also keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're talking about. If you are a Patreon subscriber, this will be an episode that's much like the Patreon version of this show. Every Friday, I read every complaint that comes into Patreon. Uh, every week. So if you want to be a part of that, if you like this episode specifically more or as much as you like the other Luxury Lounge episodes, go sign up. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Five bucks a month gets you two extra podcasts a week. That's five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. You start an account. You're in. And you can write out your complaints and I'll complain with you every week. Now, to go back to why would a Thanksgiving episode be good alone? I just kept thinking of like being with your family or being with whoever you're with and you need to just get out for a walk and you pop in the headphones and it's just me and you. That's kind of how I'm thinking of this episode. So there's no YouTube this week uh, for Luxury Lounge. Um, If you want to come to a show, I'm doing live shows. Dania Beach this weekend, which is near Fort Lauderdale. So if you're visiting family down there, bring them. Bring your, you know, whoever you're with, come on out. Uh, The new hour is good. Uh, I can say that confidently. I'm proud of it. I love it. I I love telling these stories about my family. So, Dania Beach, I'm there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, My parents will be in attendance. Someone messaged me. They're like, what show are your parents coming to? What? They're not going to go on stage. They're not going to be, like, waving from the crowd. They're not Mickey and Minnie. You know, gonna you know, shake your hand at the brunch. No, this is it. what par- what show are your parents coming to? I don't know. Probably all of them. They'll be sitting in the back, you know, annoying me. So, Dania Beach uh, tomorrow through the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then I'm in Portland, Oregon. It's been a while since I've been to Portland. Then Phoenix, Albany, San Diego will be New Year's Eve weekend. Madison, Wisconsin after the New Year. Then New York City. New York City, I'm doing a show at Town Hall. Would love to have you. The the New York City Town Hall show, I I, I think every day we inch closer to a sellout. So I would love for you to come bring, assemble the group chat. Um, And then I got so many shows. They just keep coming. So jaredfree.com for tickets, jaredfree.com for tickets, jaredfree.com for tickets. Um, we're here in the lounge. I gotta get so I have I have two complaints. If you'll indulge me, so and it's a solo episode. 
Let me know if you like the solo episodes. Uh, before we get started, the holidays can bring some challenges when it comes to eating well. Everybody's throwing Christmas cookies at you. Eat, eat, eat. And there seem to be holiday parties every week. That, this is the time of year where it is like, ooh, I just want to go out and have, you know, have have the rum drink or have the you know the hot toddy. Keep on top of your goals with Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating clean. With chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes, you can easily eat clean all season long. Choose from over 80 meal options every single week with categories like gluten-free, keto, plant-based, and calorie-smart. No matter what your lifestyle looks like, Green Chef has something for you. Let me tell you, I am someone who has trouble staying healthy, has trouble sticking to an eating plan. And when I'm eating healthy, it's because I'm making stuff for myself, but also, you know, doing the right portions. And that's where Green Chef comes in. They're going to send you all the portions that are going to be correct for you. And then also they're going to be creative, more creative than you can be. You do grilled chicken, then you do salmon, and then you're out of ideas. 80 meal options every single week. This is great. They've even got green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages for those days when you're on the go and every second counts. Save time and supercharge your nutrition with Green Chef. For Green Chef's best deal of the year, get $250 off. What? Get $250 off with code JTRAIN250 at greenchef.com slash JTRAIN250. That's $250 off with the code JTRAIN and the number 250 at greenchef.com slash JTRAIN250. So go check out Green Chef. What a great thing to get you through the season. I'll do my complaint. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? I did shows at the Comedy Cellar last Saturday. If you go listen to Coffee with J Train this week, I kind of referenced that that was a tough night for me. I, I did the live stream show. There were people just having like a full conversation, and I was getting annoyed at the full conversation. Plus, you're, you know, when you do the live stream show, it's the people at home that you told, you know, check it out. It's the people in the crowd that you want to make happy as well. And then you have like the comedy seller that you want to do well at. You want to perform well at and you want to be considered good by your peers. So it's a lot of layers of like shit I shouldn't be thinking about. I should just do my act. Plus the fact I, I took a shot at talking about kind of like what it feels like to be a Jewish American right now as these things are going on around us. That was my, you know, I took a shot at like at a, at a subject that's difficult. I would say a high level routine, a, a one that's tough to nail. Um, and I, I got done with the streaming show and I was so annoyed because these people wouldn't stop talking. And I'm like, it just was not great. So then my last show of the night was at the Comedy Cellar Fat Black Pussycat Lounge. And I'm, I think there was a lot of people here there that knew me because I got a nice little woo as I came on stage. 
And this is the complaint is like when people know you, it's good and I'm appreciative, but like we are in a different thing than a podcast. When when you're listening to me right now on your walk where you're trying to get away from your family, you might be screaming to the heavens that you agree with me, that you disagree with me, that you're laughing. I don't know how you react to this podcast. I don't get to see that. But at a comedy show, it's there. You're, you're there with me. I'm at the show and I'm on stage. And there's this couple who just keeps like talking at me while the show is going on. And I'm like, and I stop things because... Imagine you're telling a story and someone just keeps like getting in left and right. And I'm like, listen, I am so appreciative. And, and, and I said, what's going on? And they're like, what? And I'm like, you were just yelling something at me. And they're like, yeah, we, you know, we love the podcast. And I go, well, thank you. And they go, we love you up. We listen together. And I go, this is all good stuff. And they were like, and they were like, go on. And I'm like, okay. And I go back and I'm like, and I was like, I can see and hear you. Like, you know, this is an interruption, whether it's a positive interruption. That's the thing is a positive interruption is still an interruption. And here's the thing. And they were looking at me like, Jared, why are you being mean to us? We love the UA podcast. We love talk. We, we, we connect over your podcast. And I'm going, I know. And I was like, how do I tell these people that I both appreciate them and I want them to shut the fuck up? How do I do both? And it's so difficult because everyone, and I said to the rest of the room, I go, they're talking a lot like, right? Am I, am I, am I, you do feel like you're losing your mind when you're in this talk with someone in the audience because they're like being so nice. They love what you do, which is like the greatest compliment in the world. It makes me feel so good that they got off the couch to leave the house to go see a show because maybe I was on the lineup and I'm like, thank you. It all worked. This is what I want in life. And they're going, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, that's pretty good. And I'm like, and I had to be like, hey, you can laugh or don't laugh or drink your drink. Like, those are like kind of the three options. Like, you know, maybe a clap once in a while. But that's that, that's what a comedy show is. And I'm sorry this isn't more than that. I'm sorry it's not us having dinner. And I don't want to lose them. Like, I don't want them to go back and go, wow, Jared's a real piece of shit. Like, that's on my mind. And maybe I could have handled it better. I don't think I could have. I, I wish I... I, I can go watch the tape. I'll go lis- listen to the audio. But the whole time I'm like, and I, I, it, it was, listen, I have people yell at me all the time. I believe in redemption. I understand. I, I empathize more than most comedians, I think, when it comes to someone yelling out. I'm like, I think it's funny. And I also can understand like the, the, uh, the urge. Oh my God. I'm, I just want to let you know. And I go, but the conversation just wasn't working. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, okay, I just want to let you know, like, you're in the way. <laughs> and it's just, I, if they had just laughed and been like, oh, my bad, sorry. I've had that happen where I make fun of someone, they go, no, nope, nope, my bad. Yup. Ribbing deserved. You know, roasting was deserved. I get it. Like, listen, that's great. I love that. When someone's like, no, no, I, oh, sorry, I was outside of myself. Oh, my God, I'll, I'll stop. Like, it's okay to stop. We don't have to. And sometimes when you make fun of someone in the crowd, they, they feel like they have to, like, fix it or make it better. And it's like, no, no, no. It's made better by letting me move on and going to the bits that I had prepared. And you don't want to lose someone. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, my greatest fear is like, I, and that's the thing. I leave there and I go, I just imagine their conversation of like, wow, Jared, what a piece of shit. <laughs> I have another complaint. Hit the music again, Shelby. This is a Thanksgiving complaint. Jared, he 
has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? I just went to the Elk. The Elk is a very high-end coffee shop in the West Village. I Even saying that, I feel douchey. But if you went to it, you would understand. You'd be like, this is, this is a place... You know, they, even like, you know, it's a coffee shop that sells like some grocery items and, you know, there's nutritional yeast in the popcorn. Like, you know, it's they have like, you know, some makeup on the on the on the, you know, the windowsill. They sell, you know, some sweatshirts from it. everything's overpriced. But you're in the West Village and, you know, it, it, it's very I've I've explained the elk. If you visit the city, I would explain it as like. People who own places in the Hamptons go to the Elk. People who own places in Vermont go to Levin Street Cafe. And uh, people who, and, you know, the people that are, are renting go to Blackstone on the corner of Hudson and Christopher. I like going to Hudson and Christopher. I like Blackstone. I like their vibe. But every now and again, I float into the Elk and I get a uh, a hot coffee. I don't know why it speaks to me to get a hot a, a hot Americano. There's a woman, Christine, that works there. Very nice. I, I really like her. And uh, she's like the GM. They have a couple locations. She's in charge of everything there. I walk in. I'm like, and every time I go in, you know, they follow on Instagram. Hey, what's going on? I say hi to everybody. And I said, her, and she goes, and I go, uh, happy holidays. I said, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Again, today is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. She goes, uh, I, everyone, uh, she goes, can you believe a few people have said to me, are, what are we even celebrating? And I'm like, what? And then she told me that like people come in there and they're like, what are we even celebrating? And it's like, <laughs> and I guess what they're referencing is like, is this even a holiday? Like, is thanks is Thanksgiving mean? I guess is you know that I guess like the idea of it is that you've taken someone else's life. She said, to, I think that is the most horrific person on earth. Okay, the idea we were all brought up in. uh, That's where I go. Did I live in a different reality? Did I live in a different world? We were all brought up making the, you know, tracing our hands and making a turkey out of the outline of our hands. Okay, we were all brought up with Thanksgiving. And, you know, we we sat down and broke bread with 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 the Native Americans. And then and then you got later in life and you learn more about and you go, ah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's uh, that's horrific. I don't know. I don't know. What are we supposed to do? What do you, you and, and again, she works at the coffee place. She's the, the GM. She's running the show. You're in there and you're going to make this person just wants you to buy a coffee or not again. They wait and you're sitting there going, oh, yeah, I guess should we even be celebrating? It's like, I don't know. I'm going home and I'm going to eat fucking stuffing and have a great time with my family who I love and try not to think of the horrors of the world that you're bringing up to me. And it's a bullshit moral high ground you're taking. Are you helping? Are you going to like, you know, to reservations or to help people are you what are you what are you doing for that plight that you bring up why would you bring this up now i i just don't get it 
I don't get who acts that way. Listen, if it's a connected to your life and there's something you, that you do every day and you deal, I get it. But we could do this with every conversation. That's the problem. It's lazy to me. You could do that with any conversation. Oh, I got a new iPhone. Really? Can we, do we even get new iPhones anymore with child labor in China? Like, like you could do that with anything. So when you pick and choose, and I do blame Tom's, the shoe company, because people bought Tom's and it had to say, uh, look at me, I give, without having to actually give. So it goes the other way, where everything has to be something that you're wearing a badge of instead of, I just want a coffee. I just want to go do Thanksgiving. I just want to have fun with my family. I just want to get drunk on bourbon and eat like for 12 hours straight. That's all I want to do. I want a day off from work. This is, doesn't mean more than that. Happy Thanksgiving doesn't mean I am proud of every atrocity. Every step you take in the world is at the detriment of someone else at some point in time. Go watch any movie with the butterfly effect. You know, we are, every day you live and walk and get to do things you love to do is a lucky day. 30 billion things had to happen to make it so you could go walk to coffee and have five minutes on your phone playing Wordle. So to say to someone, oh, is it even a happy Thanksgiving? Should we even be celebrating? I don't know. Give me my fucking coffee. <laughs> what do you want for coffee? I mean, ah, oh, that drove me crazy when she told me that. Put smooth balls on your Christmas list this holiday season. <laughs> Let's go into Manscaped. Get some, Manscaped's good. I got it. I use it. No complaints here. Manscaped's new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra has everything you need to make your package look awesome. I like that, the wordplay. It comes with the Lawnmower, Lawnmower 5.0. I have it. It's great. Ultra Body Trimmer. It's a great gift. They call it a body trimmer. I know it's called Manscaped. It might be a little awkward to give to your dad. Your dad's going to want it. It's good. Your boyfriend wants it. Your brother. Great gift for a brother. The Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer. That alone, I mean, everyone needs an ear. I, listen, sometimes I look up close to my ear. I'm like, I can't believe the hair got that long. When did that happen? Their Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion and Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. So all these things come in the case, and I, I will say, men especially, we don't know to go out to Sephora and buy these things to make our bathroom feel like a spa, but these do make it feel like a spa. It's a really cool thing. I use it. I use all this stuff. They're also throwing in two free gifts, super comfy boxers, and a travel bag to store your stuff. The travel bag's great. Um, I... Encourage all of you. This is a useful gift. I love a useful gift. The Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra truly does it all. It comes with two blade heads, a standard trimmer blade, and a foil blade uh, for a super smooth finish. It's even waterproof, so you can literally shave anywhere. This performance package has everything you need to shape up, look, feel, and smell amazing. It's going to be a gift someone's going to be very thankful you got for them. And you can get 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code JTRAIN. Let's get to the emails. JTRAINpodcast at gmail.com. JTRAINpodcast at gmail.com. Title of Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're talking about. 
Jared and guest. Oh, it's your boy J Train today. No guest here. And alonesy. I'll jump right in. My complaint is that it is so difficult to delete social media profiles. I This is a problem. I don't like this. There should be a big fat button at the corner of every page that you can just hit to delete. How about you just get us towards deletion? The big fat button should be like pause. So it takes you off, but you can still get back to it. And then it gives you, because I, I do understand the reason they make it hard is they don't want you leaving. They want to keep you. They need you. They need eyeballs so that their ads that are bought are seen. You know, so it's, I, I understand the need to not make it so readily available, but like make the pause readily available. You, you, you know, listen, even cigarettes have a surgeon's general warning on the package. They're not going to get you off of cigarettes, but they're going to let you know, like, here's some numbers to call. Like, give us a, you know, give us a little bit of a, you know, and make this easy. I recently deleted, I recently decided I wanted to delete all my social media pages. It's bad for my mental health and I was eager to delete my internet footprint, which includes all my cringy Facebook statuses from middle school. See, that's the thing. I graduated college and uh, graduated high school in 2003. So, yeah, we didn't, and Facebook was like two years later. And I, I, I've even talked about it. I think I talked about it on my TED Talk, which feels like it was 18,000 years ago at this point. But on the TED Talk, I talked about how when I heard about Facebook, we were like, what? I didn't even understand it as a, as a thing. They're like, no, it's like where you can see everyone, you know, you go to college with. I was like, what? Okay. So the idea of like growing up in a world of social media, there's no before and after is like, oh, man, what I would have written. The first problem is they, and again, what I have written, I'm sure there's shit out there I would be like, ugh, get rid of that. The first problem is that they make it so hard to even to find the delete button. Yep. They bury it so much within the website, I had to look through multiple articles to figure out how to delete it. Once you finally do the find the delete button, there's, the social media apps basically beg you not to delete your page. Here's the thing. They want to make it so hard that you, they don't care if you stop using Facebook because, but they care if you get rid of it. They don't want to lose the number. They suggest to deactivate instead of delete first. I That's okay with me. Give me that option on the way, but don't make it hard to find that option on Instagram and ask for your reason for deleting. <laughs> Come sit with our therapist uh, and have a chit-chat before you go to delete. Then it takes that reason and offers a counterpoint on how, why you should still keep your page. <laughs> I didn't know this. For my reason, like, what is it? I, my reason, uh, every day is worse than the last. What else can I say? For my reason, I put, I spend too much time on Instagram. And they followed up with, just delete the app from your home screen and take a break from it. Oh, thanks. I never thought of that. What do you, this is like, that, what, what, what did a, a mom write these responses? Why don't you print out your resume and go knock on an office door? They're, they're always hiring. Like, what is, what is, just delete your app from the home screen? You think we didn't try that? Then it gives you multiple more pop-ups asking, are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. Like, ah, uh, yes, I'm sure. I just want to delete it. It's annoying because it's a task that should be simple, but for some reason they make you jump through multiple hoops just to delete your account. No, 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 not some reason. One reason, money. That's the reason for everything. They don't want to lose your eyes. They don't want to lose your number. 
Uh, they don't want to lose your, you know, oh, maybe I will shop at Bonobos. Maybe I will, you know, get that, you know, use that promo code. Again, I'm I'm part of this, so I understand it. You know, I'm reading you, you know, ads that I believe in. Like, I think you should get Manscaped for a loved one. I think it's a good gift. If you don't, that's okay, too. I'll get you next time. But that's, they don't want to lose you. Then it gives you multiple, uh, uh, it's annoying make you uh, just I find it kind of sinister it is how badly they don't want you deleting your page but I guess these apps need us to stay addicted to them to remain profitable yep you nailed it as always thanks for giving me the space to complain and for all the laughs listen I get it I I hate this to me this is like federal law worthy like I I think this with like spam emails when they put you on an email account if you if it's more than one click to unsubscribe from an email, I consider that un-American and something the government should get involved with. I've, I've always thought that. Like the idea that there is no government official. Like, do you want to improve the life of people? Hey, listen, I get it. You want to send me an email, but like it, if it takes more than one click, if I click unsubscribe at the bottom and then it's one, and then it says, are you sure... And then I click yes, unsubscribe. And then the next page isn't you've been unsubscribed. I am left to be uh, feel taken advantage of. Listen, I tried. I tried your email list. It didn't work out. Goodbye. Not, hey, give us the reason. No, no, no. That's like a breakup. Hey, there's nothing. you. Maybe you need to learn how to be a better emailer on your own. I'm not going to teach you how to be a better company. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. If you like the solo version of Luxury Lounge, go sign up for Patreon. Here's my chance to give you an ad. Patreon.com slash Jared Fried. I do every week. I do a Luxury Lounge on Patreon, and everyone's complaint gets read. I mean, there's people that every week they write in, and I read it with them, and we complain together. Luxury Lounge, food delivery instructions. Hi, Jared and guests. All the feathers. I love the show and look forward to each episode. I'm a new listener and I'm excited to go back and listen to them all. Well, thank you. Now on to my complaint. I occasionally would do food delivery as a side hustle. During some of these deliveries, the customers will write nearly an entire novel of special delivery instructions to explain how to find their apartment and where to park and where to go. In these cases, I just wish they would write, I'll meet you outside and wait by the door to wave me down. It would often save us both time and save us from the headache of hoping I go to the right place as these instructions are are often more confusing than anything. Thank you for giving me a safe space to complain signed flustered food delivery you know what's interesting we have gotten this complaint many times from the other side we get it from the person who ordered and they say they you know the delivery driver never finds it and honestly this is the fault not of the person writing the directions not of the person receiving the directions it is the company that is the go-between Again, you're doing this as a side hustle. Good for you. That's great. And the people that are ordering, good for them. That's great. The The app isn't working well if both sides are complaining about the same thing. And you want to get them del- their delivery as much as they want to get their delivery. So how do we fix this? And I agree with you. When people are left to their own devices and they're mad that they didn't get their food from before, they're not even mad at you. They're going based off of bad experience they had before. So they're explaining, they're going, okay, you got to make a left and a right and you got to go through the side gate. And you're like, what is this? And it's like, it's directions given to the last person who fucked up. 
And the last person fucked up because the app wasn't right. This is, and this is kind of one of those things is like, you know, these tech companies have gotten to a size and where you go, they just let us squabble. No one even, you know, what are we going to do? What are they going to do? Go pick up their food on their own? They're not going to do that. They're done. No, they're, they're hooked on the DoorDash. They're hooked on the Seamless. And so they're just using what they got. And so what is, you, you wonder what is the incentive for these apps to be better at this specific thing? Because this specific thing comes up so much on this show from the other side, from the orderer side. And to hear, and people now, maybe this is a, like, maybe this is a, um, the, maybe this is the way we fix it because you're now speaking to the people ordering and it's like when you say I'll meet you outside and uh, wait by the door wave me down this is what you want from the delivery perspective to me there's got to be a live chat live chat that's what I like the live chat function when I get a, a lift I write immediately to the lift driver I'm coming like if I'm if I'm walking towards it and the worst is when they call because then you miss the map. I'm like, I can, I'm looking for you on the treasure map here. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're here in the luxury lounge. Keep sending your emails. J train podcast at gmail.com. Luxury lounge. Title of luxury lounge. We're sponsor people. One last sponsorship, but I, I use this. I, I, I gotta say, I use all three today. Win some extra pocket change for that Black Friday shopping with DraftKings. I'm a huge DraftKings user now. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. No matter your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they've got it. I use DraftKings every week for NFL football. I love it. I have such a good time. You can put on a dollar. I do it with my friends. My friend's wife is like really into it now. She loves it. She bets on all the um, Georgia Bulldogs games and I, you know, bet with her. So it is, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to get into like a game, especially right now with Thanksgiving. There's all these like specialty games that you probably don't care about, but maybe, you you know, you and your family want to sit down and be like, hey, we're, today we're all Vikings fans. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. And right now you put in $5. So you basically make a $5 bet and, to win 150 in bonus bets so you get like credits it's great uh download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code jtrain new customers can get can bet five bucks on the nfl thanksgiving action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl with code jtrain the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in west virginia visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.org com slash sportsbook for details and state specifics responsible gaming gambling resources eligibility and deposit restrictions apply bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms
here in the Luxury Lounge, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Luxury Lounge, lukewarm towels. J Train, love you and all your work. Going to see you in Chicago in March. Pumped. I can't wait for those shows. I work out at Equinox. It's very fortunate I am able to pay for it and enjoy it. However, every time I finish a class or my own workout and I'm the color of a tomato and sweat everywhere and go to get cold lavender infused towel from what is supposed to be an ice cold towel, it's lukewarm. <sighs> yeah. It's the biggest blue balls ever. It never fails. And every time I get one, it is warm. I have thought about writing to them to request the towels to be colder or the fridges to get fixed, but don't want to be a brat. It honestly is just annoying that I feel like is easily fixed, especially with how much we pay. I understand the rush hours of everyone after 5 p.m. heading to work out, but then get more fridges or keep the towels in literal ice. I'm not mad. I'm just hot. Thank you for giving the safe space to complain. I am so with you. This is horrific. Here's the thing. They lied to you. This is a lie. This is like showing up to a vacation. This is like seeing on TV, you know, the vacation spot. And then when you get there, you find out it's all cardboard cutouts. Because, and then you go to your room and it's like, wait a minute, that's not the room I was looking at on the TV. I came here because of the commercial. When you toured an Equinox, they took you around and you went, ooh, look at this. You go, look how nice the equipment is. And then you saw those towels sitting in the fridge and you go, wow, look at me. And you even wrote, I'm, it's very fortunate I am able to pay for it. That is. You have that thought when you toured the gym. You go, look at me. I'm a big fucking deal. I'm an equinox. I'm not a child anymore. I'm the fucking best, and I'm an equinox person. Look at I got towels and fridges. I got water with lemon. I got lockers. There's a spa. This is, you You felt it. You go, I'm touring it. And, and then you got to the end of the tour and they said, this is how much it's going to be. And you said, you know what? I deserve it. I deserve it. I can afford it. I'm going to do it. And then you got in there and you've opened up the fridge and they were fake. They didn't even work. And that was part of your buying decision was this whole aura I gave off that it was the nicest and the most beautiful. And yeah, I'm spending a lot, but... I kind of like a cold towel. So I think you got to go complain. I know, listen, you are a brat. That's okay. So am I. I would do it this way. I would go up to the towel, you know, the fridge. I'd take out the towel. If it's lukewarm, I'd bring it right up to the front desk and I'd go, touch this towel. And they go, it's Luke. And I go, straight from the fridge, it's not working. What are we going to do about it? That's the thing. This is, and this is the problem. Like, you know, country club people get like a bad, you know, you hear even the word, the phrase country club people. You don't like that person, but they have ownership of the club. They, you know, they feel that that is their country club. Equinox kind of gets away with this like in between of like, oh, it's a gym I go to. No, 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 no. You will belong to a club. You expected a certain type of service with the payment to be in that club. You should get it. 
I would go right in that fridge, I'd take out the towel, and I'd start throwing it in people's faces. You deserve a, hot, a cold towel. And that's the other thing. Nothing worse than going into a fridge, expecting cold, and getting warm. That is, I mean, it is a, you open that fridge with, and then you go, oh, whoa, 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 what was that? It's almost so surprising. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. If you're listening now, I'm going to be in Dania Beach, Florida this weekend, Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, Arizona, Albany, San Diego, Madison, Wisconsin, New York. Big New York show at Town Hall, Luxury Lounge, Toilet Paper, Downgrade at Work. J-Train, Feather Feather. I'm writing in angrily from my desk at work. I found out today that my workplace has gone from using two-ply toilet paper to one-ply toilet paper. Oy, this is... This is horrible. Um, I'm a staff member at a private school where families pay tuition, and I'm questioning why, of all things, they decided to downgrade the toilet paper quality as a way to save a few bucks. Wow, that, I mean, this is, that's, the, that's the most angering part. They were like, hmm, should we, you know, make the lunches a little bit less you know take away you know should we stop doing candy at lunch or should we not give a shit about the anuses of our teachers and they were like fuck those teachers the kids need candy you know it's like should we stop serving caviar at our private school lunch or should the anuses of the teachers bleed Mm, we'll go with bloody anus that's what they did they they thought less of you than the other places that cuts could have been made TP feels like an off-limits topic to complain about publicly because then you start talking about using the bathroom. Gross. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. Well, I do. I'm happy you wrote in here. My hope is that our tuition-paying parents notice and speak up, but until then, we'll be using limp sandpaper sign dreaming of Charmin. No, this is horrible. And now, what are you hoping for? That one of the parents are going to go, yeah, what's up with the toilet paper in there? Do you have a bloody anus too? No, they're, they're not going to talk. This is a, your long game approach ain't doing shit. You're done. They're, they're never coming back. This is like going from flying private to, this is going from flying private to uh, first class. When you go from good toilet paper to bad, oh, you're, every time you wipe, you're probably thinking, these fucking parents don't give a shit about me. The school doesn't give a shit about me. That's the problem, is how little they thought of you and your comfort. That's the issue is the school said they can get there was a conversation where you were thought as a peasant. They were like, oh, we only got so much money for the toilet paper. And someone went, who gives a fuck? And then they pop champagne. This would drive me crazy. I'd bring my own toilet paper. I would go and then I'd be the teacher that walks to the bathroom with toilet paper. And they go, what are you doing? I'd be like, toilet paper here stinks. I'm not going to, I got to sit on my ass all day. I'm not going to, you know, be in pain. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge salaried. Jared and guests, I love, love, love the pod. Been a listener for a while now, and you folks make me laugh out loud at work. Thank you. I even showed my 56-year-old parents your special, and they've never laughed so hard. Thank you. Okay, so my gripe is being salaried. 
So I work as an insurance agent at a large US-based broker, classic corporate job. However, I literally hate being salaried. I'm always working late, not that late, like 5.36, when my day ends at 4.30, coming in early and having to make up time for doctor's appointments. I'm sorry, like what the fuck? So if I have to leave at 3.30, I just skip lunch so I can take care of my wellness where, where it's a physical therapy appointment, a primary care visit, or dentist that I feel like I'm always having to make up time because I'm salaried and just can't and can't just take the L for the hour. Listen, your sentence structure is way off, but we're gonna go with it. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I understand. I, I'm not sure I understand the issue with the hours and they. Listen, you're salaried and you have to be in from nine to five. That fucking sucks. And if you have a doctor's appointment, you can't just leave. I get it. I do like the money, but most times I'm working way over 40 hours making salaries. So not worth it. Where's my overtime? Signed, tired, and want the overtime? Cha-ching. Here's the problem. You're an insurance agent at a large U.S.-based broker where I guess you can take the choice between salaried or... Because insurance agents are classically known to to make commission. That's like kind of the job. So... That's got to be the most annoying part is that you are day to day around insurance people who are living a life like you're ex- describing because you bring up all the times. This is, I mean, the, the sentence structure again. Uh, I'm always working late, not that late, like 536. Okay. When my day ends at 430, coming in early and having to make up time for doctor's appointments, I'm sorry, like, what the fuck? I don't, I, I guess you're, Listen, I understand you have to be in there a certain amount of time, and I'm sure you are face-to-face, especially at an insurance agency. If you're an insurance agent, there, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm making an, an educated guess that there are people that you're around that aren't salaried. That's the problem. Because what you're explaining is you're explaining someone's specific life that you're not leading. You chose a salaried option, which was more consistent, that you never have to really think about what, you know, hitting numbers or, or you probably still have to think about hitting numbers, but you never have to think about will the paycheck come this week? And I get that. That's what we give up. We give up our time to have, you know, you give up the, you give up your time to have consistency. And I, it's annoying. And, Again, also, we live in a different world than we did 20 years ago. I was thinking about this the other day. Like the idea of like the the amount of things you can do from your phone while walking is just crazy. Like as compared to what you needed to use to what you would need to do in an office. I talked about this on a Patreon episode. Just I woke up in D.C. and I went to Baltimore. I didn't even have a ticket. Uh, a train ticket yet I woke up at 9 and there were two options for trains from DC to Baltimore there was a 9.30 train there was also an 11 o'clock train I was like "Ah, let me shower I'll see if I'll make it then I called the Uber I was in the Uber by like 9.15 I was 8 minutes away Uh, okay I'll buy the ticket now I bought it on on the ride to the train station this was all stuff that I would have had to have done before I did it within my stride that's probably the same for you there's probably things you can do that are within your stride but you have a boss that can't really understand that they're like well wait a minute you are here from nine to five it's like who gives a fuck if my shit's done that's the thing that's annoying who gives a shit that i'm at a doctor's appointment if the job's getting done and then they say well you're salaried well who cares it got done what was there more for me to do did you need me here 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Keep sending your emails. Luxury Lounge. Too much pizza. Feather, feather. I'll jump right in. My husband orders too much pizza. (laughs) It's usually enough for a family of six plus, just for the two of us. So we have tons of leftover pizza. Seems like a dream of a problem, right? No, listen, pizza is one of those things that you can eat anytime. So I... I like uh, I I'm a person who will eat anything that is not bolted to the ground. So I do understand the idea that it's like, okay, when I'm done with the meal, I want to be done with the meal. I don't want extra pizza in the fridge where later that night I'm like, I'm kind of hungry. Now I'm eating the cold pizza because I'll eat it. But I work from home and have no self-control. Look, I didn't even read this. We are on the same fucking page. Too much pizza means it's not too much pizza. It's pizza I will eat at some point. But I work from home and have no self-control. I know it's in the refrigerator calling to me. I'll eat pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner multiple days in a row. Because I have no self-control, I try to keep mainly healthy foods at home. Similar to your popcorn thing, but vegetables and full meal foods. I Listen, I'm with you. We are, we are simpatico. And this just ruins all that. Thank you for providing a safe space to complain. A real pizza work. Oh, what a great sour. Oh, my God. That sign-off was so satisfying. That's my ASMR. Ooh, a real pizza work. <laughs> Everything in life is worth it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes the luxury lounge, you know, I, listen, I love being here in the lounge. I built it with my two hands. There's leather-bound books. A real pizza work. I, I might use that. I, <laughs> they just opened La Industry Pizza down the street from me. If you've never heard of it, go Google it. It's like a famous pizza place. They got kind of, they basically were given for a number of years the top pizza in, in New York City, which would make them top pizza in the world. I went last night. It's awesome. It's really great. You, you you think you had pizza, and then you have that pizza, and you're like, what are we fucking doing? I am going to use that next time I go in there. Wow, this guy's a real pizza work. <laughs> the more I say it, the more I like it. This guy's a real pizza work. Thank you for that. No, I agree with you. This is horrible. Here's the thing. Next time your husband orders too much pizza, you tell him, Order whatever you want, but you're bringing it to the office with you tomorrow. Get it out of the house. I don't want it in the house. If it, or you order less. You have two options. Order what you normally order because you want a whole fucking pizza buffet. You want to be at a, what's the place called? The pizza buffet place? Chicho's? Why is Chicho's? What is it called? Chichi's. <laughs> I knew it was Chicho's. Yeah, you want a Chichi's here at home. If you want that, bring it to work. If you want to order less like a normal person, and we want to re, can we revamp the ordering or not? And you bring it to work. Because I'm like you. I I went to I I brought home pizza the other night. I was drunk. I ate two slices. I was so proud of myself. I put the rest in the fridge. I should have just put it directly in the garbage because I, I ate it because I'm a real pizza work. <laughs> jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge. Moving walkways. 
Jared, Feather Feather and all the things, but let's get right to it. I just walked to my gate at JFK Terminal 4, T4 for the cool kids as a fellow Delta fanboy. I'm not sure. I'm sure you are familiar. I am familiar. This is, I mean, you basically get to JFK and then you walk back to Manhattan. It is, it really is gate dependent. It is a long walk and it's a long walk to the Delta Sky Club. But it's in this terminal, they have several stretches of moving walkways. Yes, they do because it is so incredibly long to help passengers get to and from their gates faster. However, these walkways are frequently fortified against independent forward movement by people not walking while on them or standing to the side in order to allow others to pass. I am understanding that some folks may be elderly or maybe have a medical condition preventing them from walking, but it's not too much to ask for them to shift to the right so others can move past. Additionally, I agree with you. I have been at this JFK. I know exactly what you're talking about. People just sit there. And it's like, let's just assume if you're at the airport and you're walking, you're in a rush. Let's just assume. Let's just, let's just say, let's have a head on a swivel that if you stop in the middle of a hallway at an airport, you are impeding someone getting to where they need to go. You're making someone miss their flight. Additionally, at this particular terminal, there's a bus that will take you to the further gate so those individuals don't have to worry about the long walks. I didn't know that, and if I didn't know that, they don't know that. So now I'm mad at the airport because that should be, that should be a sign right as you get out of security. If you plan on standing on the moving sidewalk this way to the bus, that's the fact. If I don't know it, nobody knows it because I'm there more than most. I fly more than most. I didn't know there was a bus that takes you to. No, 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 no. Now I'm mad at JFK. But the heart and soul of my complaint lies with the lazy, good for nothing mouth breeders that do not fall into any of the aforementioned categories and are treating these speedy conveniences like JFK the ride. <laughs> JFK the ride. After all, they're all called moving walkways. It's literally in the name. If avoiding any form of exercise in one's life was the intent of these mechanisms, I feel like the inventor would have named it accordingly. Can we agree that these people need to get moving or shift to the side? Thanks for creating the safe space to air my grievances. Sincerely trying to get to my gate. I'm with you a thousand percent. You Again, I'm mad at JFK. I didn't know this bus exists. If the bus exists and you don't want to walk it, get on the bus, Gus. Um, I'm mad at the people who stop in the middle of the walkway. And here's another person I'm mad at because JFK the ride, you're right about this. JFK the ride to the kids. This is a parental issue. This happens with a lot of children that don't move on it. Children think this is like the most fun fucking thing they've dealt with. They're like, this is pre-Disney World. So... A lot of times it's kids that are in the way and it's like, like my parents, the way they would yell at me, I'll never forget it. And, and I, I want people to yell at their kids the same way. My parents would go, you are in the way of that guy. It wasn't my parent. It wasn't, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You want to do me a favor and move it over? Every kid is buddy now. Hey, buddy. Hey, little guy, want to do, want to do mommy a favor and move her to the side of the movie sidewalk? No, no, no. Hey, you're in the way of that human being. And then they look up at Joe Businessman or Sally Businesswoman, and you look into the eye of the person that you almost may miss their flight. And that's how you learn. 
They don't learn. They don't give a fuck about mom and dad. They go, yeah, fuck you. We're going to the same Disney World. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending your complaints. These complaints, wonderful today. You really made the job of a solo podcaster easier. Thank you. I'm on the road. Dania Beach this week, and I'm very excited. I mean, my parents, I, they'll be at all the shows if you're wondering which shows. I don't know why. That's, I couldn't believe so. What shows will do? <clears throat> Last one. Luxury Lounge. No headphones in a waiting room. Dear Jared and esteemed guests, all the feathers, love your Netflix special and all the laughs you have provided me over the past several months as I first discovered you while looking for a funny Bachelor podcast last spring. Well, thank you. That's so cool to hear. Anyways, I'm sitting here in a waiting room at urgent care after feeling sick for a few days, and I'm thrilled that it's not crazy busy for once. However, it's just me and one other person in the waiting room, and he decides to start what sounds like a webinar on his phone, not only with no headphones, but with the volume up so high, I can hear everything from over 10 feet away. What the fuck? I tried to give him a look that didn't see that he didn't see, unfortunately. And I got so close to asking him if he had headphones or could turn it down, but I chickened out. And here I am writing you instead. I just want to scroll through my phone as I wait for my turn in peace. Yeah, you're also sick. Like, you're sick. You're at a hospital. I mean, the idea that I can't believe but that's beside the point. I shouldn't even say sick or not sick. If you're not using headphones, you're wrong. You're just wrong. And listen, sometimes I'll watch something and I'll forget myself. We can all forget the idea. I also feel like this happens often while in public, while people are uh, are there on their devices. No, I don't want to hear your music, your kids' cartoons, or certainly not your webinar. Sincerely, I need to start giving out spare headphones. Listen. When I don't have headphones with me, I lost. That's it. I'm the loser. No headphones today. I'm going to be stuck with the podcast of my own anxious thoughts. Fuck me. When you, when you have your headphones, you, you did it. You, you prepared adequately. It is nobody else's fault but your own that you forgot your headphones. And if you don't have headphones, look, look, I honestly think you get 30 seconds to play whatever you want to play out loud. And once you get past those 30 seconds, you're a public disturbance. You should be arrested. The police should come. Hey, we got you clocked at 45 seconds of playing TikTok. Let's go. It's the time to move. We were, I just taped this movie. I just taped this movie. I'm in a movie. If, you've, if you're a Patreon uh, subscriber, you know. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a Jewish rom-com. So I'm in this movie, and we taped the last couple of weeks. I'm the douchebag brother-in-law. So if you're still listening right now and you want to go on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, you can sign up. You can hear about – I did the last two episodes of Coffee with J-Train are about those filming days. There was someone on the set. We took a van from Jersey City back to New York. We just spent – literally, we went from I think it was 2 p.m. to midnight taping, not taping, breaking down for lunch, you know, all the things that come with a film set that I'm learning about on the fly. 
And this one person gets in the van. We're in the van afterwards. When you're done with the day, it's over. We're done. Sit in silence. And they start playing TikTok. And it's like, no, no, no. We we are not. And and I remember they were like, oh, my God, you got to see this one. It's like, no, no, no. We all didn't sign up for this. We all are staring off into space wondering why the fuck we are doing this right now. We are None of us want to be listening to your TikTok. None of us want to hear your music. You like it. We like our own shit. You put on your headphones. I just don't understand where it comes from. There's, like, I don't understand. There's no embarrassment. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Luxury Lounge. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. Sign up for the Patreon. Go check out a show. Check out the other. Share the podcast. Make it your story. And alone Z, just you and your boy Papa JT, back next week. Boom.